welcome to the second half of the bo- of the second bonus stage of playing with power. Last uh, last episode, we were talking about Volume Three of the Fun Club and a little uh, pre-show interview with Catherine Spires. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, not only did we lose Catherine for the second half of the Fun Club, but on a uh, Totally by a coincidence, we also lost Ben. Yes. So I'm just here with John. Hi, everyone. And, and of course, uh, this ben, is Mike. <laughs> yeah. uh, ben Ben wanted to be with us, but after he saw yet again that nobody is supporting the Patreon campaign, he's out. Uh, he's out turning tricks to help supplement the podcast. Yeah. I have video. It's uh, pretty disturbing, though. So we'll leave it if, off if the you, site. If you if you fund the Patreon, you can see the video. And <laughs> if, if you fund the Patreon enough, you don't have to see the video. Yes. You you get to avoid the video if you're one of the uh, if you're one of the higher tier donators. Avoid the noid. So uh, this week or this 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 half of the episode, we are on the Nintendo Fug Club news for uh, winter 1987, right, Mike? Yes, we are, and we are looking at Volume Four, Volume One. I love how they fact that they put yeah. Volume One. Like they had big plans that I don't know what would have constituted a full volume. I guess it would have been like they're not even going like per month. So I don't really I think they, they thought their system through. I, I it's it, but you know, hey, at least we know yeah. what time period they, we're in. So they they expected a second volume, which never <laughs> came. <laughs> it's not the first time they anticipated a sequel that wouldn't be coming, but that'll be a uh, that'll be discussed around the uh, the Super Nintendo era. Well, that's kind of common with video games in general. I'm still waiting on Half Life Three. So, oh, I, did you see? Yeah, you saw him on the. Uh, you heard about Gabe Newell on the Nerdist, right? Well, uh, yeah, no, Cr- yeah. Chris asked him like, by the way, you can count to three, right? <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, yeah, one, two, squirrel. Oh, <laughs> Gaben, save us! Give us the Half Life <laughs> uh, Three. But anyway, I know at, th- at this point, they're, I think at, th- I think at this point, he'd just rather give us a middle finger and just be like, you know what? I do not want to be in a Duke Nukem situation. So fuck y'all! You just ain't getting it. <sighs> yeah, maybe. I mean, whatever. It's up to them. So, the first two games stand alone, and they're just fine. So you know, it's not. Although an though. actual ending would be really nice. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> is true and especially with the the ps4 and the xbox one like those graphics would really would really be awesome though hopefully they don't pull the 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 mass effect uh and ending of the trilogy where like they basically come in and say you know what we can make more money if we leave this open like and not end it at all even though they said they would the entire time yeah you make this big yeah it turns out none of these choices matter <laughs> hey, they have different tint. Oh, I'm glad I put 90 hours into the first two games, like just to see different tinted endings. Yeah, the uh, good end, yeah, the good ending is everyone's kind. Everyone's a little green, and then the bad ending is everyone's a little blue. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so glad that I spent forever like carefully sculpting my crew and having sex with all of them. Uh, anyway, yeah, all right, we're off the rails already. We don't have Ben. It, it, so there it, we tur- go. it turns out Commander Shepard must be Scottish because he's banging his flock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all so, right. Back to, so, back Nintendo. To, back to, <laughs> woo! Off the rails. <laughs> this is why we need Ben. We have he's no the ships. There's no captain. He, he keeps just... us in line. <laughs> 
right. All right. We're missing our shepherd. Who's on the cover, Mike? Uh, me. Iron <laughs> Mike. Oh, yes. Mike now, is on the cover. Now, Kith. Iron Mike looking at, looking at us with no tattoo on his face. <laughs> yes, yes. There, was, there was a time when he was a well-adjusted looking person. And we get to see Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! Hot New Game Review. The Mike Tyson Story. Rad Racer Review plus three free 3D glasses. Three free. Yeah, there we go. We get to see Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! on the cover. Yeah. And then on the inside cover, (laughs) Ring Ring King is undisputed. With Um, uh, Sugar Sugar Ray uh, Leonard Jr. uh, is the... uh, Smiling for the camera there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think the fucking cover of the mag- of this newsletter itself just disputed that. Yes. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry, Mr. Ray. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love the uh, the cover on it. it. It's because it's like the mid eighties. They still got that Atari yep. style mm-hmm. for the cover, where they just like show amazing artwork, which is always better than what you're going to see. Inside, oh, well, that, what well, I what I like. That, I mean, that, that they, did, they, did, they did put it. They did put the Canadian flag up there for you. Like there, there, there is a Canadian hope in the ring. Apparently, yes. So we're re- yes, we're represented. Finally, they acknowledge Canada exists. What what I what I appreciate is they actually. I think it looks like they took the time to like actually put his gloves on properly. Like it was actually going to be a fight because you can see. They signed the uh, the glove there, like the the like when when they're doing a glove for a title fight, you're like the match officials actually like they they sign after it's like wrapped so that you know that he hasn't they haven't tampered and put anything like under the glove because if you like if you look at the the label it looks like it's been like written on or something like that so they actually like went through the prep like he was actually going into an going into a fight which I I, t- I like their commitment to accuracy. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's very uncommon for this era, but yeah. appreciated. <laughs> All right, uh, I never played. I never played Ring King. I did play plenty of uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out back in the day, but never any Ring King. And Ring King, so yep, so uh, the on to uh, Howard's the letters. Prez, the Prez says we get okay. to see our favorite smug. Or well, he he looks a little shocked in this one, actually, like. I'm not quite sure what expression he's got going on here. Yeah. Just kind of, yeah. Oh, it it kind of looks like he belongs on a milk crate, actually, but... <laughs> if you've seen our president, please return him to <laughs> Nintendo headquarters. He, you, you, yeah, he was last seen skiing down the slopes of Miami. <laughs> or or banging, making him making making music video videos in New, in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Or so, Nolans, you know. as they say. Please, please tell him we miss him, and please, you know, please send him home. Thank you. Anything big in the letter? I, I never, I didn't see anything uh, too big in this letter. Did, was there anything that you? Yeah, know? more issues. Uh, well, he keeps saying this is our most ambitious issue of the Fun Club yet. Well, and uh, that's true. That's it's thirty what, pages. I mean, it's definitely and, and, the, and the fucking color, the cover has color on it, yeah. and a live actual photograph, not like some sketchy artwork. And then the artwork itself does have multiple colors. So yeah, yeah, yeah we're. We're getting we're we're getting an upgrade, mm-hmm. and next issue we'll get Halloween costumes and a toddler takes on Super Mario Brothers. I, I, that's pretty exciting. I, I mean, babies do superhuman things. That's always interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to read the next issue just to find out who the heck this toddler is. <laughs> uh, baby Howie. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, Howie's, yeah, that's... Wor- Howie's World. <laughs> <laughs> I like that show. All right, next page. Yep, we All get right. to see the new review with Mike Tyson's Punch Out, the ultimate A Dream Bout with Mike Tyson. Oh, there's so much here. Beautiful screenshots, mm-hmm. a little bleached out by the uh, the passage of time, but it shows you everything you're getting in the game. Little Mac is apparently fighting someone with gigantism <laughs> as he uh, has to do a a two a half meter vertical jump to uh land a shot on him where it looks no, like he's spitting be, out that's his mouth guard. bull i believe yeah, it looks like he's spitting out his mouth guard yeah that's part of the game um there's all kinds of stuff that there was actually like some people that figured out um like have you seen the video of the guy that uh played it blindfolded for um one of the one of the charity like the they have the speed run comp, like things for charity and stuff there was a guy that no, actually got all the, that much. he got he got all the way to Mike Tyson blindfolded. He'd actually learned the game, like timing wise and sound wise, like to the point where he could he could play it, uh, with like without seeing it. And uh, he actually it, the I don't remember the sequence of the of the bosses, uh, but apparently the one before Mike Tyson's incredibly hard, and he got he got lucky on his timing and actually got through to Mike, but Mike was too random. Um, oh yeah, there's so many guys. There's like E Hunt. There's like Honda, yeah. the Japanese guy, and then there's uh, Istanbul. Yep, and King Hippo and Bald Bull, and there's there's all kind. There's just a bunch of them. But um, what they figured there's someone had, uh, online. I forget what it was, but um, there's actually a, a cue that someone picked up in the crowd. Like um, there, no one really knew what the cue was about the exact time to to punch a certain uh, boss. Like and someone noticed that there's a like someone in the front row of the crowd that their their facial expression changes right before you're supposed to punch them. <laughs> so oh like this gosh. and this came out like recently like within within the last year or so someone released that they'd figured out that there actually was a um a trick to taking out the bosses. So people are still figuring out stuff with this game. Um and apparently the blindfold stuff someone someone went on to uh, actually do uh to beat Tyson blindfolded so they they took this shtick and ran with it this was a few years ago that the first guy uh, did it but uh really kind of weird but interesting weird if that makes any sense so I, I was never that. that good at this game I, I mean because this game was definitely I mean what this is 87 I mean it was big in the late I mean I was only seven eight years old so yeah, I mean this they do is... give uh they do give some help with the tip strategy, practice, and fancy footwork. Mm-hmm. For Piston Honda, watch his eyebrows, then dodge. Mm-hmm. King Hippo, give King... Yeah, after this, it all goes uh, It all goes to shit when it comes to useful strategy. King right. Hippo, give King Hippo the old one-two. <laughs> you know, what, what the hell does that mean? Like, in terms of, like, here is a strategy for you to implement. Yeah. Punch him. <laughs> no, no shit. Bald Bull. Canter bald bulls charge with a belly punch. See, that's that. That's what you call a hint. You know, give him a body shot. Yeah. Super macho man. Well, apparently you get to. Uh, <laughs> apparently you just get to uh, start singing YMCA, and that starts distracting him. Right. <laughs> Timing is everything. And Mike Ty- Mike Tyson actually is one of the harder bosses in any of the the, the games of this era. Like he, it was they 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 programmed him accordingly to his reputation like <laughs> they must have hooked him up to a machine or something uh, and just watched him like work on some poor bastard in the yeah. ring as a sparring partner i don't think i ever beat mike tyson i i probably got about halfway through the lineup maybe a little bit maybe two-thirds but um no 
I I could always make it to him, mm-hmm. but then I could never figure out like every I try I try to block, yeah, and he would just like punch me and it'd just be like bing, 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 bing. right. I'm like, what the fuck I blocked? I mean, like, I should have at least taken half damage or something. Right. Like, would, would he have actually knocked my skull off of my body if I didn't block? Like, where, where's the half damage block? Where's the half damage <laughs> reduction? Come on. Well, if, you, if you'd if you watched any of Mike Tyson's fights from this era, uh, he was he was just destroying everyone in the ring. So the fact that video game version of him it was destroying you is you, you just you joined the the pantheon of people that have been destroyed by Mike Tyson. <laughs> that was some Mike on Mike violence. Uh, and um, uh, we get to have... He actually lives in Phoenix, by the way. Or at least he did. I don't know if he currently does, but um, he was oh, training. And, yeah, like, I'd had friends that had seen him at parties and things like that. And you know, Dude! Yeah. Exercise that privilege. Get him to talk about this game. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Wouldn't that be fucking fantastic if you could just be like, could you, like, just talk to us on Skype for a couple of minutes? Yes, sir, <laughs> why not? <laughs> you know, he actually is a really nice guy. If you if you found him and asked him, I bet he'd be uh, up for doing that. I'll, I'll look into it. I, 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 I'm going <laughs> to bet up, his PR up, team would, would, would probably get in the way of this one. But, you, you, end know, up, you, end up call, you end up calling him and he'd be like, I'd like to talk to you, but I can't get, I can't figure out how to turn this computer on. Yeah. Look, look Mike, you just like start up, boot up. What, what, what the hell does that mean? Like, it's like yeah. he's so focused on boxing, like. That's the well, only thing he knows. Actually, he's not. He's a very interesting. Like, I, I think I've hinted this at some other issues, but um, he's an interesting guy. Like, um, he's. I mean, he's still very good at like, like sort of providing an anal- uh, analysis for boxing and stuff like that these days. Because he he is a very well trained fighter. He like he knows the history of boxing and 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 he loved it, but. He's just a, a very interesting sort of introverted person in general. So whatever he focuses on, he gets like very focused on. So um, I bet you would be a pretty interesting interview just in general. Uh, oh, but... it'd be great to talk to him. Just be like, what are you doing now? Like, what, mm-hmm. what occupies your time? Like, now that you're done the physical part of well, he had your that, life. Like... He had that Broadway, the one-man Broadway show he did. Um, he what? Yeah, he did a one-man Broadway show. Dude, I thought the... the... Have you uh, been watching Mike Tyson Mysteries? No, I haven't ever watched. Uh, I mean, just the concept of him having like an like a like an eighty style Scooby Doo type m- mystery. It is... was called Undisputed Truth, and <laughs> it looks like there was an HBO film on it too. So I might have to look that up. I don't know. I like the um, they they don't tell you like you have to fight like Soda Popinski. Mm-hmm. What they don't tell you is that in the arcade version is that his name was Vodka Drunkinsky. <laughs> oh, but you I, silly I, Russians. I, I guess they felt that this would have pushed the Cold War into heat mode. Yeah. You and, know, with uh, uh, Reagan working on Gorbachev at that point, you know. Yeah, we get to uh, see uh, we get to see the story of Mike himself in here. Yes. How he had to learn to be tough in order to survive. He grew up in a rough New York neighborhood. His parents died when he was young, and by the age of 10, the hardships of life with a street gang landed him in trouble with the law and a school for delinquent boys in upstate right. New York. But he was discovered by Customato, a renowned mm-hmm. boxing trainer, or Floyd Patterson and other heavyweight champions. Mm-hmm. He had Mike released into his custody and eventually adopted him, becoming the father Mike never had, as well as his training bo- and boxing mentor. Right. And uh, we get to see some tips from the champion himself. As he uh, learned his way to the top, he shares with young people the anti and uh, uh, school presentations, public appearances, anti-drug television commercials, 
and he's got some uh, pointers like, nobody is born the best. Practice and training make you the best. Never become angry. It will inhibit your ability. So, yes, it, in, it, it did inhibit his ability to not tear people's ears off. <laughs> oh. And uh, in essence, boxing is 10% physical, 90% mental and emotional. <laughs> what I want to know is how he plays Nintendo on a wall of like three dozen TVs like he does in that picture. Well, it's easy. None of them are actually showing a <laughs> Nintendo game. Yeah, I don't know. He, he's just sitting in front of a screen of his old videos. And he's holding a controller and he's just like, how do you change the channel on this fucker? <laughs> Though, if, <laughs> if you look in the bottom left, they do have the game in like the center like set of, I don't know, what is that, a dozen or so TVs. So... I don't know. Like, like it, this isn't even this isn't even like a well, this isn't even like a screenshot because it's just too high resolution. It's just him watching the same program on four TVs that yeah. have like a uh, a split, like just like a window frame split I don't across even know, it. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell he's trying to accomplish here, but it does explain the perplexed look on his face. <laughs> he's wondering what the fuck am I doing here. <laughs> Um, I think this was before he went to jail for the domestic assault. This was like, cause he, I know he, I know he was, he was at the top of the, the boxing world right around this point in time, like late eighties. And yeah, then, it was the, uh, early nineties. That's when, uh, well, custom auto died and that's when he kind of went off the rails. Well, yeah, he was already heading that way. Uh, obviously by the domestic issues and, um, and then Don King really didn't do him any favors. Like Don King made a lot of money off off of Mike Tyson, but it was pretty and clear. He made, and he made his more money off of his uh, down downward spiral. Well, I mean, no, his interest was in keeping Tyson in the in the ring. So him spiraling out and going to jail and everything didn't do anything to help Don King, obviously. But well, I figured um, the, the the scandal as long if people are talking about you, that's publicity. Yeah, and then, and then when your name gets mentioned in the fight, then people come to see this this maniac rapist in the ring. Yeah, it's pretty much the the Trump president's uh, presidential campaign explained uh, by the same logic, yeah. I would say. <laughs> and uh, one of the plans that I guess uh, I guess Tyson said later words because I thought it would have been uh, very appropriate to see in this one as mm. uh, everyone has a plan until they're punched in the face. <laughs> yeah that's another one of his lines yeah that, uh, <laughs> he has a couple of really great quotes yeah he's it's really fucking great uh and yeah and uh, then of course did, the the biting evander holyfield's ear uh twice. did you see him in the uh hangover yeah i'm well he's in i think he's the in all three. three i liked him in hangover th- uh wait what no i didn't see hangover three you did, i, I, I in- was watching it on on hbo or something and i couldn't get through it the the second one is interesting. Uh, Bangkok, yeah, yeah. And, but, and he shows up. Bangkok, mm-hmm. Oriental setting, and the city don't know what the city is getting. <laughs> he's not even singing; he's talking. But then he sings. He sing, uh What's his name? Uh, Galifianakis has paid him to pays him to sing at uh, at Helms's wedding. So, um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, he, he was especially enjoyable in the first hangar, hangover, of course. Um, oh, when he's just showing up, I can feel it calling in the air tonight. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> he's like, oh man, when you took out Sphinx? Like, yeah, I mean, oh, uh, yeah. He just, he laid out Fat Jesus. Where's my fucking tiger? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Okay, okay anything, anything else to talk about, Tyson? Uh, I'm, no, I'm going to move on. All right. I'm uh, good. Well, we we can have talk an ad racing. for... Uh, 
Spy Hunter and Sky Kid. And uh, not too eager to talk about either of them since I don't uh, know did too you much ever play? Uh, Spy Hunter is a pretty fun arc. I remember playing like more. Well, was it the this version? It's a it's like you know a car re- like a uh, car combat game. It's kind of interesting, but it was, it's pretty good. I'll have to uh, check it out. It's one of the numerous games that I'm looking forward to being challenged to play eventually. If uh, if Patreon maybe, ever gets off the ground, right? If we ever can afford a second show, there we go. Come on, people, pony up. Yeah, come on. It's a, like we've got like thirty fans now. If you just paid it like a dollar each, just a dollar, just a dollar. <laughs> it's right, like thirty bucks for us. Don't grovel. Don't grovel. Res- let's respect <laughs> their uh, their better sense of paying for the value they're getting. You mean respect their cheapness? Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so we're on to rad we're done, we're, done, we're done with the audience insult portion of the yeah. show. You guys are great. And ladies, and whatever else. Whatever bathroom you use, you're good with us. Yeah, if you, right. it, we don't care what bathroom you need to use. Just, you know, as long as you check out our podcast while you're in it. Yep, and wash your hands. That's, that's all we ask. Yeah. All right, Rad Racer. Um, did you ever play Rad Racer? I think I did. It's a solid game. To, Very solid. Yeah, I don't have too many memories of it. Like, nah. Uh, it was never a big uh, sports like racing, uh, sports or simulation types like mm-hmm. i always like playing like a character more than a vehicle yeah um but this is like of the racing games it is one of the one of the better ones so uh apparently according to this issue you, you could actually play it with 3d glasses on which i feel like i've been cheated because i never played it with 3d glasses on i know so if I, I knew you could play a nintendo game in 3d that would be freaking amazing yeah get some of that medicinal herb that you can find in some places and sit back with some 3d glasses on that's a good time right there <laughs> please note that playing with power does not endorse illicit drug use of any sort nor do we condemn it yeah whatever floats your boat people <laughs> okay so yeah we got a uh, chance here to get some 3d glasses mm-hmm. and in uh in my issue it says discontinued yeah mine is stamped with discontinued too which kind of i feel i feel like i've been cheated because i would like to send in for some of these bad boys but uh if you do notice they 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 have a map of the course too which is really helpful <laughs> because i don't think i remember seeing that in the game so uh if you are going to play the game check out page nine of the fun club because there's a map uh for where the turns are so yeah although cause... i like the uh i like the ad underneath for renegade which i actually thought was a part of the uh since everything here was talking about the racing mm-hmm. i just thought like Wait, is there a cha- is there a scene where you get out of your car and kick someone <laughs> in the face? You're like so thrown off. <laughs> no. It's like you just get out of your car. It's like what was that guy that uh, fucking killed himself on the track? Uh, he got out of his car in a race and walked into the middle of the track to yell at the guy that like either ran him off the road or something. Oh, and I remember it was an Iron Man, but you he know. he got hit by a car and oh. fucking killed. Yeah, well, you know, hey, that's he, that's a Darwin Award right there. Though, and speaking of awards, the award for best innuendo in any any issue ever has to go to frame one of the instructions of of handling hazards. Pull out gently, get the feel of your power machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and, holy uh, Christ! And and if it's like your first time, then uh, number two applies. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> There's a hairpin turn up ahead. Are you going too fast? And if it's like my first time, you end up like panel six, crashing and burning. <laughs> You're out of control and heading for disaster. 
<laughs> yep, that's pretty much my daily life, people. But I'm cha. All right. Okay. So, uh, well, actually, it's this. true to true to my daily life. Weather conditions change quickly. Things can get wet. So, you know, hey. <laughs> and gun it. Align that competitor right behind you to protect your position. This is a sex. This is a karma sutra with cars. This is perfect. It's, it's a dating manual. Yeah. Like a manual Drive transmission. On outer, drive on the outer edge. Cut back and in and out again for a fast corner. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if, yeah. All else fail, if all else fails, you can hit the corner for some fast action. Dating advice through Rad Racer, everyone. Now you're playing with power. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so, but, but, yeah, definitely check this game out if you're into racing games. Uh, you're not missing much. Yeah. As far as done. racing games go, it yeah. delivers. Mm-hmm. And then we're on to sneak peeks, is, or do you have anything else? No. Okay. Well, the next game in this issue is uh, The Adventure of Link, which is... Uh, Link, uh, Legend of Zelda's, um, you know, sequel. Uh, I don't really remember this game that well. I remember it not being very good, though, from like what memories I do have of this game. It was uh, a deviation from uh, the expect from the norm. From an overhead view, it looks like Dragon Warrior, but then mm-hmm. you enter side-scrolling action where it's kind of like Mario if you had an actual weapon. Okay, because you could like jump over enemies. Other than the fireballs, of course. Yeah. And uh, what I do love is that you see a church in the screenshot. With a cross. Yes, you may find help here or question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Mm. Like, well, Link, he seems like he's uh, about maybe, he could be 12, 13, 14. So, you know, who knows what he's going to find in the church? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh all right, we're leaving that alone. Go watch Spotlight, people. It's a great movie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we get to see things here like a tricky task. Your challenge as Link is to go search of the six palaces in the land of Hyrule. You must find six gems and return them to the foreheads of six stone statues. You know, I never got to play this game long enough to actually know what the fuck to do in it. Yeah, I don't think I, I ever really got I only remember like, being handed off the controller to my buddy and just like, hey, check this out. And I remember playing it. It was kind of okay. Right. But I never got to play to completion. But mm-hmm. it definitely looks nice. Yeah. The sprites so look, like, look good. The, the sprite work looks solid. I just, I think um, the classic Zelda really is the first one and then some of like the... The, the, the link ones. to the past yeah yeah that's that the one, super nintendo one right to me yeah to me that's like the definitive one because the music was great right uh the overhead look was great it captured all the uh the overhead joy of link i, I that's why i liked it more than ocarina of time like the 3d camera was uh off-putting like you never know like if you have to turn the camera around is someone behind you shit like that with an overhead view you just see if everyone's behind you you can turn around the sprites were well animated, and for the N64, it was still that awkward, like, Dorito chip puberty phase of 3D <laughs> graphics. Uh, well, I'd, I would watch, I mean, that's one of my top five favorite games of all time. It's, I, it, I, it, I love functional, that Functionally, it's a good game, but I like Link of the Past better. Um, speak, did, you, did you play um, on the 3DS the Link Between Worlds? Nope, but I'm going to. It is definitely in I my fucking queue. I have it if you need it's me a, to send it to you. It's a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel I it. to yeah. Link to the Past. I it looks fantastic. Well, it's not really... It's actually like it's the same world. It's just it's got the 3DS. I, If you want, I'll I'll send you it because I, I have it. Um, and I highly recommend that. If you like A Link to the Past, 
uh, the 3DS. I know we're like probably jumping like 8,000 issues, but uh, yeah, the Link Between Worlds is definitely worth your time. They did a great job with that game. So, well, yes, because uh, it's because it's a because it's a because it's, it's a sequel to Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. It's like as long as well, you it's 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 not, it's it's, world, it's like a reimag. It's not even tr- a true sequel. It's like a reimagining. Like it's like the world has been torn, and you're going through because it's the same everything. Like it's just there's this dynamic that's added where you go between the de- like the torn dimension. It's it's really interesting. It's uh, you know, let me know if you want me to send you my copy because I'm happy to do that. So, oh, all right, back to back to the adventure of Link. Uh, let's see what else we have. Star um, Force. Star it's Force. A, it's yeah. an ad on the uh, the last page where we get to soar through the ultimate challenge. I like how they uh, they show a game. They always show like a different game within the game. Like yeah, like the Renegade. With if the, the game uh, looked like that, it would be so much more fun than whatever the hell Star Force actually <laughs> like. The screenshots are so small in this newsletter. You can't tell what's actually going on. <laughs> Look at how half-assed the ad they got. Like basically symbols advertising their four games that they have out, like Rygar, Mighty Bomb Jacks. <laughs> they don't even have a title screen. Yeah. It's just fucking shapes. Like anyway. a, a cherry bomb is Mighty Bomb Jack. A key is Solomon's key. Uh, the next is uh, a sneak peek to a, video, a racing game I did play, and uh, it's not like it's not bad. It's, it's like it's like racing RC cars, right? Is yeah, yeah. It's RC program. We talked about it in. Uh, Mm-hmm. I kind of remember it. I don't. I think I remember playing this like at a dentist's office. I don't think I ever owned it, but like my dentist had some Nintendos in like the waiting area, so you would always play like ten minutes of it before you went and got like eight fillings, fill, eight cavities filled. Ah, <laughs> uh, next is something pivotal, something yes. <laughs> beautiful, oh. something amazing. This is this Mega is... Man. Featuring the the Atari style cover of a fucking horrible looking Mega Man holding an actual gun, not a blaster that we all know is a part of his arm. This guy's holding a fucking gun like this is like rejected artwork for Blade Runner. Oh, it's not, and just the perspective is all off. Like just he's tilting off to the side like oh. he's at a disco. With a weapon drawn, someone. But he, he can't tell if he's there to he, he can't tell if he's there to hold it up or if he's there to bust a move. Someone paid money to have that made, and they deserve it back. Is all I have to say about this artwork. It's worth uh, it's worth looking up. And so what what page actually is this? Is page thirteen of of the December of the winter nineteen eighty seven? If you if you you have to see. You know, I I have a screen grab. We'll put it up on the on the on the Facebook, uh, or 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 just wait six months for us to put up the video of this. Yes, that the, is the other project. Uh, we'll get we'll, we'll we'll plug that at the end. We'll we'll, we'll talk about our our project. But oh, there's so you, much here. We there's it's just Cap- full dirt, man. Like it's Cap- just <laughs> make it make it mega mega derp. <laughs> oh God! All right, sorry, Mike. We get to see Capcom's unsurpassed quality. Mm. Well, it's it's all in the game because the church fuck isn't in the artwork. Oh. One million bits of responsive memory. <laughs> Sharp, brilliantly clear game-playing graphics. State-of-the-art technology. The Nintendo seal of quality assurance. And uh, you know what? It works. Like, this is Mega Man. We didn't get to... Uh, we talked more about Mega Man 2 in uh, the upcoming... In one of the issues of Nintendo Power. I believe... No, wait, no, you weren't on that episode. I wasn't. It wasn't a, a, a permanent fixture at that point in time. No, 
but uh, this is a good game. Although you sure as hell couldn't tell it by the <laughs> by the artwork reflected in the center of this screen. <laughs> yeah, don't obviously it's, obviously reject the the artwork and uh, go go play Mega Man because it's a classic. But <laughs> it's it's a good game. Although Mega Man Two, yes, is just a, a much better progression in in all ways. Did Music, you? Sorry. I love the, uh, it says powerful one megabit yeah. memory. Yeah. Dynamic um, high graphic resolution. Did you play the recent, like the Mega Man X that, that came out? What was that, a few years back? Apparently that's really good. I, I, don't, I don't think I've I remember. Well, it's not recent, but Mega Man X was the Super Nintendo. No, no, okay. So there was one Mega that Man. was like a few years ago that they put out. Oh, you mean out. Mega Man 10 for the Wii? Uh, yeah, maybe I read the, that as uh, yeah. WiiWare? Yeah. I and, downloaded it, never got a chance to play it. I've heard it's definitely. I've heard it's worth your time. So maybe you go. It's a Mega Man game. game. It's well, yeah, like, but Mega- they did like an especially good job with that particular one. Is what I what I remember reading. So I'm definitely going to have to get up my uh, my hands on it. I think I no, I definitely I have my hands on it. I just have to fucking steer my hands towards it. <laughs> All but, right. Uh, so oh, the what's up, what's going on in the background of this of this artwork? Like not only is Mega Man looking derpy with a handgun drawn at us, but like the world for- is exploding behind him yeah like he like he just he's not even heading to where the action is no he's just fucking like derp it's just like a they it's like they paid a sixth grader to make an ad for them i don't even i just don't know like yeah the worst part is like it's it's clearly got elements of uh skill in it but they all just culminate in garbage it looks like bad high school art to me i'm sorry i just don't want to i don't want to like i'm sure someone put effort into it but oh I remember uh, seeing an interview with the guy that did it. That did this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was an article online with the guy that did that. And he said, they told me he has a gun. <laughs> like, if, if they told me he had a blaster, like, I only did what I was told. Ugh. Like, if they, like, they saw this and said it was okay. I did what I was told. And they told me he had a gun. If they I told guess... me he had a blaster, I would have put an arm cannon on him. And I would have definitely, if they told me he was supposed to be all blue, I would have made him all blue. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't blame the artist here yet. I, I mean, cause obviously the game wasn't out yet, so we had nothing to work I, with. So. I, I, I think, I think as, I think we have to default to, uh, the Hitler cop addendum of, I was only following orders. <laughs> oh, Hitler cop. Oh, uh, all right. We, we're, not, we're not done with him yet though, but, uh, this is before <laughs> Codename Viper came out. So there'll be no, uh, no adventures of of the Iron Fuhrer in this one. <laughs> so we get to see Dragon Warrior. So even now they're telling us what a fucking RPG is. Uh, long ago when dragons roamed the earth, they didn't really roam the earth. You only fight like two, the Green Dragon and the Dragon Lord, and maybe a Red Dragon. But they're not, uh, they're not a ton of them. It's not like Skyrim where the place is like infested with dragons. Now, is it defined in Dragon Warrior that it's actually earth? Or is that like... They're making that uh, up. They don't. They don't specify like what the name of the planet is. I think mm. it, it changes. Like in the later ones, they'll call the land like Gaia or Terra or something. Right. But uh, like this one says, the Dragon King returns. The Dragon King has come back to reign in drag in Nintendo's new Dragon Warrior. But only the descendants of Roto can kill the Dragon King. Now I remember playing Dragon Warrior, and they're calling me a descendant of Erdrick, not a descendant of Roto. Or whatever the frig this is. But, uh, 
It says how to get your password. You can save your place in Dragon Warrior, but you have to get the Mantra of Resurrection to do it. To do this, you just ask the king residing in the castle of Radatome, can you find it? Now that's just fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, if you've played a Dragon Warrior game, you go to a church, talk to the priest, he says, would you like me to record your journey? You say yes, and it's done. <laughs> I mean, not, you're not a descendant of Rato, you're a descendant of Erdrick. And you don't fight the Dragon King, you fight the Dragon Lord. And you fucking don't get a mantra of resurrection. You have to find an item to save your progress. This entire thing is a bill of goods from start to finish. The only honest thing about it is the screenshots. Now, didn't Ben and I end up like playing this for one of the yeah. issues? So like, they're yeah. sneak peeking something that comes out, ends up coming out like... Because I didn't get on until issue eight. So, I mean, like, what the hell? Like, yeah, this is like in development or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because I'm like sitting there thinking, like, is that that's the game I played. But, like, they're they're previewing it in, like, the fun club. Ugh, Nintendo. Ugh. So, I know, and they didn't even talk about it for the first, like, five issues. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because we didn't, I mean, I, I wasn't on until, you know, issue eight. So, I mean, that's, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, so they're sneak peeking a game that's definitely early. Yeah, yeah, so. And then we see uh, the next page. Well, wait, 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 like, you got that free poster offer. I want to, you know. Oh, shit, game. you get the Goonies too. Yeah. Mustache, uh, Captain Russian Mustache or whatever that game is with the, the guy. Oh, Russian Attack. The guy just has a mustache. Uh, we get to see. Double Dare, I think, is the. Really? That's a no, lot double, of, dribble. double dribble. Double dribble, sorry. Yeah. It's hard to read. And, uh, it's so... Castlevania, Steamer, yeah. Track and Field, Top, Top Gun. Gun, Gradius, the only one of the the only good game in the bunch. Oh, uh, Castlevania. Castlevania, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which so, one? Would you rather have Gradius or or um, Castlevania? Which one would you rather have? Uh, well, Castlevania doesn't let me enter a code that we all know. For <laughs> fucking advantages and surprises and invincibility. So you're going to so go with... with uh, I'll just Gradius. have to go with Gradius because I can simply play with power with that game. And we all know how. <laughs> with Castlevania, you have, to actually know, you have to actually know what you're doing and shit. I might give Castlevania to Ben and then I'll just take Top Gun because, you know, Top Gun. Even though the game sucks, <laughs> the movie's awesome. The, volley, the, the volleyball mini game with Goose and uh, oh, Maverick is pretty the good. the best. Goose! All right. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, the next page has... I don't know what the fuck this is. It says, you don't just it's play them, for you child live abuse. It's, it's like, you know, beat your kids in shark attacks. I don't know. <laughs> I know this kid, he's running, and, uh, well, you look at his legs. He's kicking his own board in half with one leg, and somehow he seems to have, I don't know, two right feet. Well, what, like, I, I, don't what know, I think how, they've how is done. His foot, how is his foot in that direction? It's completely twisted. He can't be running forward. You do realize he... what they've done, right, Mike? Uh, Well, it's an LJN game, so they're no. massacring this. They're combining they've combined all, the all five games in one illustration. It's actually kind of brilliant. Because you've got Gotcha, <laughs> so he's been hit. he's been hit with the paintballs. Jaws, the shark's biting him, and he has a surfboard. Uh, well, surfboard goes along with the the surf. What is that? Yeah, the Town Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong on uh, Surf and Turf or whatever. Town and Country T Surf. Yeah, TNC Surf. 
All right, TNC surf, and then you got a he's baseball. A baseball so he's got the baseball helmet, and then being Karate Kid. He's being kicked. <laughs> being ki- the baseball helmet's not doing any good because it's being kicked open. Yep. So they have apart. they have combined all all shitty five games. games. All five shitty games. Oh, look how bad Jaws looks. It's Jaws know, the here, Revenge, by the way. But oh my god! Is, so you get to th- you get to throw depth charges at a shark. Which in concept sounds good, but it's an LJN game, so you know they're going to find a way to make it disappointing. And I'm not positive, but for Gotcha, it's like Gotcha. Oh, what, it, my resolution you, before. I thought it was the sport question mark, but it's a sport exclamation point. That's gotcha the, the sport. It's a I, sport you play with a gun. <laughs> uh, and the Karate Kid, which lo- looks a bit that like Logo 13. so bad. Looks so bad. All right, anyway. LJN, you give us cancer, so... <laughs> all right and uh pros corner the next page is the pros corner where we get to see amazing things to do in legend of zelda like how to defeat the dinosaur aqua the, dra- the dragon sore aquamentus mm-hmm. or how to defeat the dodongo which you know is a character that's existed in other uh later iterations of the game right so as far as bosses go very few besides ganon endured but uh <laughs> Uh, Dodongo is definitely one of them. You feed them the bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gliok, I believe he was in A Link to the Past. I think or... Goma's also uh, like because yes. isn't the spider in in um, has a has a similar name to that, so it's probably descendant. Oh, it's a huge crab though. Never mind. Mm. Yep. And uh, well, we've discussed Zelda before. Do you have any uh, things to? <laughs> <coughs> no, pardon me. Sorry. Uh, they do talk about the second quest that you mentioned. Um, so it sort of goes through the. Uh, it's like the challenge mode that comes up after the first. The first. Uh, oh, it says, "Have you found a way to get to the second quest without beating Ganon the first time?" It may be possible, oh, and it you. is. Yep. Yep. You just name your character Zelda, and then boom. Oh, you really? Play the second. Yeah, you play the second quest right off the bat. Hmm. Well, at least they uh, didn't make it too difficult. <laughs> Though it would suck if you were a kid that didn't realize that, and all of a sudden you're just thrown into like challenge mode just by putting in Zelda into your. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, tips and tricks, Metroid. Have you played Metroid the original? Um, yeah, it's been a long time, but uh, you know, obviously, it's very, very tough, um, tough game. But um, yeah, I, I looked at it and I saw like uh, let's plays of it. And it just, like, if you're going to play a version of Metroid, just play Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. It's yeah. got fucking graphics, excellent music, uh, terrifically misleading bosses. It's just much, like, this is okay for Nintendo, but Super Nintendo just fucking knocked it out of the park. All and stars. I will say the, the Metroid Prime on GameCube. Was, that was, was I and yeah, I just recently like last year took on the Prime trilogy. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah. So you know that, but that's I don't think it's really fair to. I mean, like, it's a very much different vein. It's a 3D shooter as opposed to the 2D. It's a so. first person 3D shooter. Yeah. So which I was mean, a, a departure from this that we were used to, like right. Uh, like every time they tried to do a first person version in a Nintendo game, it always looked like Coco Thirteen. <laughs> Like all these walls are the same. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, they share the they share the name and so the heritage. But I would almost consider them to be two 
two separate series in the sense of like the experience you're getting. But yeah, Super Metroid on Super NES and um, uh, in the series, the Metroid Prime and the uh, the, the GameCube series and and, and on, uh, they're all very solid. So yeah, so we see a whole bunch of neat tricks on how to uh, beat Metroid, but mm-hmm. we're not talking about Metroid. And then we see Wizards and Warriors, the ultimate fantasy adventure. Well, that's a creepy, creepy face there. I don't know. It's kind of. Yeah, he looks kind of. It looks a bit like the monarch from Venture Brothers. <laughs> My feet are on fire. <laughs> One of these days, <laughs> I'll get you, you wizard. <laughs> and then Doctor Venture. Oh, Rusty Venture. All right. Um, we all know, you all know what a rusty venture is, don't you? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's when you take the... Uh, yeah, sure. It's when you do it without a condom in the butt, right? No, no, no. That's the trombone. No, the rusty venture is... And then they, they oh, spend God. the whole episode talking about what a rusty venture is. And it's too for terribly, but like he can't, they all want to... Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, and so, then Red Racer. Wait, the wait, wait. There were some tips for Icarus, weren't there? There's something about... How to do Kid Icarus. Yeah, you get to find some treasure rooms, but yep. since we <laughs> have you played Kid Icarus? No, not me neither. So moving on to Crow's <laughs> Corner Rad Racer, uh, you get to see a course selection trick where uh, you screw around with your tachometer, <clears throat> and you can select courses. I don't know if it changes them right away or if it if you have to beat the course afterwards to be done it. Oh, it says you push the A button and the race begins. And oh then there's God. the end scene. That's so guess terrible. How many times, oh, guess God. how many times you have to press the B button to see the one ex- to see one exciting end of Rad Racer? I don't want to guess. I don't want to even try that. That like that makes me angry. <laughs> I, know the, I know the bitch steals his whip. Yeah, watch like, me whip, whip. <laughs> Ghost ride the whip. All right, and, uh, and then there's Super Mario a, Brothers. Yep. You get to do a wall jump, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't really come out in too many Mario Brother game, which didn't come out until much later in the Mario Brothers series. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, I think it was for, like for the Game Boy uh, 3DS or the Wii U, where Mario finally had like a wall jump ability. Right. And but it shows it in this case. Um, where... is it in Super Mario World? I think that there's a wall jump in Super Mario World. No. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But All right. uh, here we get to see Mario doing a. Yeah, a jump against a, a, a an ostensibly flat wall, but as they say, there's a crack halfway up the left wall. And I'll be hard pressed if I can see it, but yeah. Mario's able to jump on top and get the coins, which yeah. I always got them just by smashing everything from the bottom with right, Mario. Right, just, just but... jump up and then yeah. I mean, I don't know why you'd have to. And uh, the insert for this uh, for this page is Arkanoid, mm-hmm. which. I guarantee you, it does not look like this. The I game wish it does did. not look like this. I would play it, the shit out of this game if it looked like this. <laughs> you, you know what this does? It, they did manage to make a game that did this. Star Fox. Yes. They managed to come up with a with a with a boss that looked exactly like this, mm-hmm. and that game was fantastic. Now, for our viewers, someone made a a series. They've just started making a, a an animated series of Star Fox called A Fox in Space. Uh, it's only got one episode, but fuck, it looks fantastic. It's like a Ralph Bakshi movie <laughs> as an animated series. We're definitely going to put a link up on the Facebook page, so feel free I, to... I already did. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. So click that link. I already put it up for you. What more do you people want? <laughs> 
Don't go down that road. <laughs> Bad Mike. No, next is Ho Ho Video. Yeah, we got the, the video game jokes. Now, uh, how does Thomas greet Mr. X? Hiya! That sounds more like how Link t- greets everybody. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Hiya! Hiya! What's, what's Ganon's favorite food? Sausage links. <laughs> what does Fiery Mario get when he eats a fire flower? Heartburn. And why did Link win the video game race? Because no one was Ganon on him. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> Who is Mr. X? Uh, I don't remember. I remember Mario and Ganon and Link, but who the hell is Mr. X? Thomas, please. I, I Google it, but I just don't care. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, your honesty is appreciated. All right. Uh, Next is Hot Hits from SNK. Mm-hmm. Arcade winners available now. Ikari Warriors, mm-hmm. which uh, two guys of nondescript ethnicity. But excellent shirtlessness. <laughs> they must fight for survival against a relentless onslaught of enemies. You and a friend are warriors with top secret orders. It's not really a secret if you're walking <laughs> through a fucking forest, blowing the shit out of everything in sight. That's pretty obvious and out there. It's secret enough. <laughs> All it's right. If, if, if no one survives to tell, <laughs> exactly. it's a secret. And then we've got, I, I can't even read this fucking font, so Athena. whatever. Is it Athena? Okay. All right. The goddess of wisdom has grown weary of life in the castle. A fantasy world of boundless adventure awaits you. So you get to play a woman? I don't I don't know, but it looks awesome. Yeah, if you get to be this fucking flaming angel with a sword of light, then yeah, that's pretty amazing. I got to check out Athena. It looks I bet although, you it's uh, absolutely atrocious, but go and, ahead. <laughs> and there, and there's and there's a picture of a gorgon and what seems to be flying stone pyramids. And so the and, the, ma- like the masons Eric- and like the f- Zeus's head, stone head, for some yeah. reason, right? The, the Freemasons must be having a field day with this. Yeah, I don't know. There's all kinds of symbolism going on. There's a and there's that Pegasus from the uh, was it Columbia Pictures or whatever. Just uh, that's the, a uh, that's a that's centaur. A yeah, never mind. Yeah, and, and then, then you get to see like a water nymph and a fire nymph. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like D. Snyder. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and then we get to see Alpha Mission with a spaceship that looks like a, uh, a an insect. Robot. Yeah. Looks like your <laughs> generic space shooter part seven. So yeah. <laughs> Alpha just, mission. Just what Fate we needed. Another another space shooter. So And uh, again, I don't know why they gave you the address of the company. Yeah, I th- you can I'd, I'd love to know. Like we're, we're people... 46 Sabrante Way. Sunnyvale, would you California. would you like have to like write to them to buy the games directly through them? I guess I don't know because I didn't know that California actually had I didn't know that Sunnyvale was real. <laughs> No, yeah, it's it's real. It's probably pretty sunny too. Would be my guess. I really thought it was just a Buffy the Vampire Slayer town, <laughs> like fakes fakesville. <laughs> and uh, uh, as a progenitor to the top thirty, we got the top five. Because yep, again, less go. Nintendo less Nintendo games, so a top thirty would have been like everything, <laughs> all game, all games. <laughs> so the number one game uh, this month is an adventure series of some guy swinging on a vine 
The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> with, uh, with, with enough points to uh, win the big prize at a slot machine. Yeah. 777. Mm-hmm. And Super Mario Brothers is coming in solid second place with 456. Yeah. Interesting screenshot of Mario. It looks like he's actually, like, turning on a dime. Yeah, he's about, I, to, I well, he's about to charge. He's That's the, like, right before... Um, the speed. It looks like speed. he's running away and turning back, but yeah. you know, I, I didn't know Mario could do that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just used to him running right. Uh, then... This, this, this looks like he pulled the the impossible Zoolander and turned left first. <laughs> Magnum, <laughs> right. blue steel. <laughs> Metroid is third. Kid Icarus is fourth, and Pro Wrestling is fifth. Let's, uh, let's wrap that up. Yep. And then we get to see a review. These are just a few of the many reviews we receive from Fun Club members. Yeah. Thanks and keep them coming. This is a review. Oh, man, we're getting, like, Howard's conscripting kids to do his job for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got The Legend of Zelda. It's my favorite game because it has action and excitement and a bunch of secrets to use to get to Ganon. Really? Secrets? I tell you, it's hard to make it to Ganon. The graphics of the game are the best of all the graphics of all the other games that I have played. The save mode is neat because you can write your own name in and even anything else you want to write. Again, that sounds kind of fucking bullshitty. Like, you you start in registration mode. <laughs> what the hell was what the hell were they thinking with that damn start screen? Because uh, when I tried to play uh, Star Tropics, yeah. and again, such a ripoff of like it even had registration and elimination mode. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it, it, Star Tropics definitely does feel. Like a Zelda clone, but they did a good job with it as a Zelda clone. Oh, that's an excellent Zelda clone. Oh, playing through it, so. I like how they say the save mode is neat because you can write your own name in. No, <laughs> you don't. That's how you create a character, not save. Yeah. I, I like the know. end. The sound and the stuff that you get to hear and see, it's cool. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Well, sometimes All I see you, is you like so Zelda, and Link, yeah, yeah. Zelda and Link dance around the Triforce. <laughs> Although it would have been funny if it was like Kirby style where they do like cartwheels and shit. There's a bunch of other reviews here. Um, and they, and they, uh, nothing, nothing too, too much stands out from what I remember reading through this. But Cottonwood, Arizona shows up. So whoop, whoop. Arizona making its, making its presence felt. So Yeah, a guy, a guy talks about Kid Icarus on a quest to save the Princess of Light, Palutina. Pit, a brave young angel, battles many fearsome creatures. He runs into merchants selling goods. The gods <laughs> are nice to Pit. They give him arrows and training to help him defeat Medusa and an enemy army. Kid Icarus is a fast-paced adventure. You know what? That's not a bad paragraph from a kid, you know, or a teenager to describe a game, I'd say. Like, you know, if you had to describe a game, you know, I'd say yeah. it all right. And uh, back to the pissing match. We get scores of fun where people get to brag about their games, oh, and God. apparently you apparently you can't score ten million points in Super Mario. Yeah, Brothers. that's the top score that's been there multiple times over at this point. But this time, all ten people that they print, no are... time for losers because <laughs> we are the champions of the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, someone beat the last epi- re- uh, last episode's record of 24 seconds for the 23-second match. Oh, whoever and, that uh, other guy is. Uh... Some John Eggers from Omaha, Nebraska played PW, and the score beat Puma. Now, are we going to oh, talk about wrestling. that clip art, the the derp of troll? the 
uh, yeah, the troll doing like a little Japanese uh, taunt where they always peel down their eye and stick <laughs> out their tongue. Like, uh, it's pretty disturbing. I wouldn't mind having that as a tattoo, though, I would say. Yep. All right. And uh, we got Jeremy Burke from Coxville, <laughs> Maryland. I think. Sounds like my next vacation. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Whiz Kids get Gannon. Four-year-old Brett Murray, six-year-old Mike Ricchetti, and Chris Allen, and seven-year-old Brad Algren and Aaron Himmelfarb didn't let you stand in the way between them and victory over Leo Gannon. They got him. Did you see that's the two, worth mentioning? The two-time list, though. Apparently, last the last episode, they, the last issue, they were saying like, if you beat Gannon twice, like right into us, a thousand one hundred and forty people written <laughs> wrote in. <laughs> I mean that's sorry amazing! We, like, good sorry job. We can't list them all. Jesus, that would that would be incredible if they'd done that. But, Shit, I mean, yeah, I remember playing that game. I was playing it on an emulator, and it was still having a challenge. Yeah. All right. <sighs> uh, and then there's something about a two year old that got. Um. Yeah. Well, most kids are learning to tie their shoes. Two year old Nash Day of Albuquerque, New Mexico, is waffle stomping. Is that like the uh, the kid equivalent of mushroom stamping? No, waffle stomping is when you shit in the shower and then you stomp it down the drain with your foot. <laughs> you break it up to go down the drain. Yeah, it's a waffle stomp. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've always called it. Disintegrating. <laughs> oh my god, waffle stomping Koopa Troopers. Disintegrating bridges from under Bowser. Collecting scats. I thought it was scat. Collect. <laughs> It would fit with the theme, I guess. Yeah, scat of collecting, coins. Collecting scat coins and zooming through level after level of Super Mario Brothers to save the princess. Uh, the, how did he do it? The usual way, with A, B buttons and super fast reflexes. If he has any secrets, he's not relaying them yet. Wait until he can write. Perhaps he'll tell you all. Perhaps he'll tell all to the fun club members and members tips. He's so hot, he made national television. Ugh. National Doing television. What? How, do, how do you make... Like, did they bring a news reporter over there on such a slow day? Like, the guy figured, like, okay, we got two years before San Francisco gets hit with an earthquake. What the fuck are we going to do in the meantime? Well, there's this two-year-old who can play Nintendo. Ha, damn, let's go. Anything to get me away from my wife and kids. Oh, there's a Nash Day yeah. artist, apparently. I don't know. He, oh, he's, from, he's from Albuquerque. Oh, my God. Oh we found god. him? Oh my god. Dude, lay it on me. What is he doing? He's an artist of some sort. It, what, what kind? Like a tattoo artist? A graphic artist? A video game know. artist? I don't know. Digital art. Uh, there's not really much here. But you can follow him on something. Nash Day. Let me see what comes up here. It looks like he draws aliens and shit. And I kind of want to punch him in the face. But. No, I found I found uh, somebody briefly while uh, looking up for the next issue. I was starting mm. to take notes. Uh, so the next page, we get to see stuff and things, and things and stuff and stuff and things. My favorite, and most of it is discontinued. <laughs> it's all but stamped get, with discontinued. We get to see some red binoculars, and it says, "Watch Mike Tyson's next round or any other sporting event with these high quality plastic binoculars." Oh, those look so shitty. Those look so shitty. I thought they were boxing gloves at first. Oh, yeah, I guess. Maybe. And we get to see a red Nintendo duffel bag, which actually looks pretty sweet. 
That watch. And I would actually wear that watch. I'm, I'll, I'll it say. looks like a red X. I don't care. That's a Nintendo watch. I mean, yeah. shit. Yeah. The Fun Club kit comes with everything you need to make your local power, your local club official, score sheets, member roster, power player buttons, and more. Oh my gosh. I mean, all the effort you go to just to write down your fucking scores. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, some people have uh, OCD and all kinds of stuff, so whatever floats your boat. Pe- people were woefully inadequate back then. <laughs> all right, then we're on to the mailbag. Let's keep this train uh, going down the tracks. Oh, yeah. The mailbag. We get to see uh, Dear Nintendo from Anthony Bello, Reseda, California. Is there a way to blow your whistle that you know what maze you will be taken to in The Legend of Zelda? Like, and nope. You never know where you're going to go. <laughs> no, fuck it. Sometimes it's a place you'd rather not be. Sometimes it's just where you want to go. And uh, from what I read uh later on like there's like there's like a list of options depending on where you are oh. so it's randomly chosen but it's not completely random it like won't fuck you over if if possible like sort of thing or oh no it, it may still if one of those oh, three okay. places it will take you is bad yeah okay uh then we mikey montague from norcross georgia says i play gradius a lot and i can only make it to stage six can you give me some help and here we get to see in print for the first time the Konami code. Pause up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A. Pow. Yeah. That's the that's how anyone who's playing a Konami game can play with power. Mm-hmm. And uh some of them actually know the power player the counselors by name. Yeah, look because at that. it says our local club is getting good at gameplay because we call Chuck and Rich at Nintendo and they are so good. <laughs> Charles Which and is... Dickie. Good old Charles and Dickie. Yep. All right. And uh but you you know you know the gem that's here. You've seen it. You've seen the top right. You know what's there. If Howard Phillips plays games for his job, what does he do for fun? Well, Kevin, Howard plays more games. That's why he's such an expert. And you know what? We had his friggin' daughter on the show. She confirmed it. Yeah, he played I mean, a lot of video games. One thing you can, one thing Howard is not is a fucking liar. <laughs> like, uh, he tells you how amazing and how awesome and how brilliant and how busy and how talented he is. He is. Well, and she even said like that was one of the reasons he ended up leaving was that he couldn't be an expert on all the games. Like he felt like he wasn't serving. Um, his role as as it was intended. So he really were, <laughs> did try to be an expert on all these games. Yeah, there was gaps in his. Uh, there were gaps in his field. Chinks in the armor, so to speak. Yeah, he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't permit that. Mm-hmm. If he's not the best, fuck it. Why even try? I don't know if that's good or if that's sad. <laughs> yeah, you know, the more I learn about the guy, the more I just kind of feel bad for him. But. You know, there's still, you know, deep seeding hatred at a certain level as well, I'd have to say. <laughs> oh, yes. I, right. I, I, I kept, like, wondering, like, we, we've taken him to task in previous episodes, even, like, like when I uh, chastise his uh, his choice of, uh, like, making us decide what our friggin' prizes are. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, like, kind of swore at him, and I kind of feel a little bad about it, but... He really back, did put a lot of effort into all this. Like as much as as much as we like to sort of bust his balls because this stuff gets a little kitschy at times. Like it was, it is pretty clear after reading. He hustled. Through, he really was, you know, you know, 
hauling ass. And I don't think any, either either of us would have done any better in the same situation. So as much fun as it is to sort of point out the I flaws mean, that, when they're there. That he kept, that he kept his hair <laughs> with all that he did. Yeah. That he was able to keep his friggin' hair and his figure. And his family. There we go. So, yeah, you know, I mean, hey. like, he was able to juggle a family while doing all this shit. Yeah. This guy, this guy did it all. His, the, man, his, the man fucking lives. His wife still loves him and his kids still tolerate him. So, hey, he's not doing everything wrong. So Yeah, he's not like Mark Discordia where he's a fucking shut-in that vanished. <laughs> or or that, that plumber <laughs> that got... All angry <laughs> and does drugs. Uh, what that, was is, name? that is Mark Driscoll. Oh, okay, all right. Sorry. Yeah, right. I, I get his name right for the first time. I keep calling him Mark Driscoll. <laughs> now here all we right. get to see on the next page on the road again. Fun Club president travels on media tour. <laughs> see things see. you'll never see again. <laughs> Great yeah. to be on the road again. Howard Phillips, product analysis manager for Nintendo and president of the Fun Club, just went on a a multimedia tour of. Want to list them off, Mikey? San Diego, St. Louis, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. What? Oh my God! He appeared on ABC and CBS and spoke on radio shows. Apparently, NBC (laughs) was having none of his business. If you know what I mean. Yeah, he spoke at a boys' club in St. Louis. Imagine that you're at a friggin' boys' club. You're just like hanging out playing foosball or maybe some clue or guess who. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this guy comes in and he's just got, like, fucking, like, like Nintendo. Like, like, Nintendo guy's gonna be here to talk about whatever the hey, hell. Hey, hey, everybody. We're bringing, in, <laughs> we're bringing in some Nintendo games. And how'd you like to play Super Mario Brothers and Zelda? And here's, well, here's some friggin' manuals on how to beat them. And I, co- I the- coached a, a, a kids' cl- a boys' club. Um, boys and girls club um youth basketball team a couple years back and i will say if you're looking to meet some single moms not the worst strategy <laughs> nice yeah yeah definitely uh that that stuff is swimming with single moms so if you're even, looking for e- some even if your team sucks oh still my team was score. awful my team was terrible but i did love them they were very good kids uh but yeah. you know one of the top game experts in the country howard travels nationwide to answer questions evaluate game performance Check in with stores that stock Nintendo products and stay in tune with the video game market customers. This man lives his job. <laughs> Damn it. No yeah. stranger to bright lights. This media tour was Howard's second time around. Last May, he traveled to New York, Dallas, Dallas. Chicago, Boston, and Philadelphia. The fact is, you just never know when your fun club president may show up in your town. In, <laughs> in fact, maybe he's right behind you. Keep an eye, oh, God, you're creeping me out. My room's dark right now. Um, <laughs> keep an eye on the local news. Like It's going to be like breaking and flashing. But, uh, breaking news, Howard Phillips Howard. is at the Chuck E. Cheese. You know, run down. How, Howard Phillips is at the Chuck E. Cheese. He's, he's asking for a foot-long meatball sub, and, <laughs> and, he's, ha- and he's handing out Nintendo games and pamphlets uh. about Mighty Bomb Jack. And... <laughs> All right. Next Ugh. page, we have some members' tips. So these are people submitting their own tips on games, I guess? Yeah, again, he's outsourcing the fucking counselor's corner. So there's not I mean, too much for, here. First, first he's making kids review this stuff, and now he's making them do the damn things for him. Like, I, I do like that he's managing to include his audience and make them a part of it. Like, you talk about engaging the audience. This man fucking nailed it. <laughs> uh, there is an ad for Load Runner that I think we need to mention just for how bad it is. 
Like, it doesn't even feature <laughs> and, the and, game. And the, like <laughs> it's reflected in the guy's face. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hey, why don't you play this game for five minutes and then we'll just walk in and take a picture of you while you're playing it just to get an <laughs> honest reaction. Yeah, uh, sure. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of great things, there is one gem on this page and I know I know it caught your eye. So. Oh, damn it. Oh, so David Jackowenko from Marietta, Georgia, decided to submit not just a letter, but a song. And not just any song, but a video rap. Which is so, straight to your heart, of course. So, Oh, yeah. So. In, in honor of David, uh, we are going to perform the... Uh, the rap for you. Well, the video Mike, rap. Mike will perform. I will provide. The beat is going to be the goal here. So, all right, lay, lay in a uh, lay in a, a steaming hot intro for me. My name is Dave. I got a story to tell about a lad about a lad named Link. You know so well. Where's my fucking beat? I need more beat in my headphones. He's got a very fine soda where it's a lot of green. Watch out, Gannon, he's very mean. It's from Wiz Robes to Zal and Gel. Those old men will have stories to tell. And so I'm saying and so proud to tell the legend of Zelda's very swell. Uh, and that's why we're so white it hurts people. All right. <laughs> You need to look at us with protective eyewear. Oh, that's so glare. The glare is so strong. So, uh, nothing much more on that page that I was seeing. Was there anything that was jumping out at you? Uh, I like that uh, someone discovered a tip that I discovered on my own, mm-hmm. which was making Mario do the beanstalk dance. Right, at the top, yes. Yeah, so you make him climb up the beanstalk, and you have him keep climbing, and he'll just start dancing all over the <laughs> Spazzing out the just top. Just start dancing on it. Yeah, I think we all discovered that at some point or another, but... Yeah, we just decided, let's use, we got a couple seconds, let's just keep climbing, see what happens. <laughs> Will he stand up on top? Nope. He'll do a little dance. All right. And, uh, uh, page 29 actually has a very interesting product. Uh, I've never seen it demonstrated, but uh, it's a hands-free we, uh, controller. We did see a mention of this in Nintendo Power in uh, one of our Playing With Power issues. Okay. But this is the debut of it, mm-hmm. and it, uh, it's a very fantastic device. It all started with a phone call from the Midwest. An avid young Nintendo video game player had been involved in a serious car accident and lost all use of her hands. God, one of the few girl gamers. Her mother called to ask if Nintendo had a product that might help her daughter continue her favorite pastime video game play. Instead of just video games, but, you know, I guess Mm. it was a new concept back then. As it turned out, Nintendo did have a product under development intended for use by handicapped kids who didn't have the use of their hands. It's called a hands-free controller. And although it looks like something out of the space age, it's really quite simple. It's it's designed around a puff-and-sip concept. To make the A button work, you simply puff or blow into a straw-like plastic tube. To make the B button work, you sip. You know, great, but what about the fucking directional pattern to start? I don't... That's... It's the chin... I guess, but they could have just told us you wag your chin or the chin does like, a directional pad. And how, how do you how do you talk to some? Then you can't talk to someone, otherwise you'll fuck up your game and make maybe Mario you feel like a, a ventriloquist. You can I don't know. Jesus, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for something for something that's supposed to be hands free, this has a disappointing amount of buttons on it. 
Yeah, I don't know why there's those must be like adjustment knobs or something, or I don't know. They call the nurse to change your diaper. Yep. I'm not so sure. So children at ch- kids at Children's Orthopedic Hospital in Seattle, Washington, are testing the prototype and say it's great. And they usually have a game over when they tell you it's great because they fucked up the chin strap. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your eye on this section for the latest news on other Nintendo product developments. Uh, yeah. yeah, so John, tell us about what we're looking at here. Well, it looks like what do you mean? The looks like it looks like you're Darth Vader playing a video game is kind of what it looks like. But um, what do you what do you mean? What else are we looking at? Well, didn't he look like the, the oh, actor? Well, look, Chris Pike, of course. But yes, <laughs> really, uh, all that all that talk about how great it is, and then we're just like, all right, this is where we're going to get into it, and then you just fucking yeah, yeah, casually yeah. toss it aside, like, oh yeah, it's Chris Pike. <laughs> If you, if you ever saw Star Trek, the original series, there's a scene where uh, Captain Christopher Pike, who apparently was uh, an able-bodied person in the pilot of the uh, the, un, the untelevised pilot, but in the series, they just really fucking murdered the character <laughs> right. so much that uh, he was just basically a vegetable in a wheelchair. And well, he guy, was he was hit as part of like one of the missions. That's the, like the storyline. Like he gets injured and like ends up like in a you know one of those wheelchairs you have to you know control with your straw <laughs> pretty much yep, so. so here he is looking like darth vader sipping a a quick through a straw or something mm-hmm. and it looks like an amazing neat little device and next is a uh, a puzzle place which again it still doesn't show the damn answers to the crossword that we played yeah we and we're holding we sure we're waiting howie we're waiting Yep, and we're sure as hell aren't going to play this game. No. The Puzzler Place. No. Uh, the Scrambles kind of... I, I did look at that uh, quickly, and I was like, these these are pretty easy. Like, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> yeah, Super Mario Brothers, Kid Icarus. Chris, um, Metroid. Yes. Uh, Breakthrough, and then yep. I'm not sure what the sixth one is. Deadly Towers. Deadly Towers. Okay, there we go. Wow, that was that took a long time. So, and then it adds up to something at the bottom. We're using all that, but whatever. All right. Yeah, we're sure um, as hell going to do blah, that. Blah, 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 blah. And then... And then there's a... Yeah, there's got these codes or ciphers for... Uh, they don't even tell you how to... Well, so you put the number up from the top, and then you write them in at the bottom. Like, see so yeah, like it's like one is from Deadly Towers, so... No, I'm talking about the Nintendo Cryptos, where you get to see, like, some scrambled Oh, shit, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you have to figure out... They tell you what the first word is... And then you have to determine the pattern in the code to uh, figure yeah. it out. My mind, this this kind of stuff doesn't yeah, really... No way. Uh, no. And so. the, the next page, it has FCI blasts you to outer space on Nintendo. Eh, so disappointing here. We get to see Lunar Pool. Which I would which, play the fucking shit out of if that was a real thing, by the way. Look how awesome that looks. Oh, yeah. The tables look great. Yeah. I mean... But look at the way they're dressed up. I mean, like it, it looks like they live in Moonbeam City. Yeah, yeah. It's a little gay, but, you know, in, in a good way. <laughs> hey, is there a bad way to be gay? Come on. No. Um, no we, then... we, we've done the research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me. <laughs> Whatever floats then... your boat. Whatever floats your boat, people. All right. Yeah, and then uh... we get to see, uh, I guess it's from Pfizer. We get the <laughs> Pfizer uh, Xanax the game has released <laughs> Xanax the game, which Your challenges to stay already, awake. That cover looks so trippy. Like that's going to give me some nightmares tonight. Not going to lie. 
Oh, yeah. And it says, your challenge is to get through 12 screens of enemy creatures to save the human race. Well, the bar's high. Yep. So. And uh, the next, we get to see the NES Advantage. <laughs> and a hand just zooming at it with such speed, it's leaving like a, a light contrail. Or maybe it's throwing it downwards that would be the other. <laughs> like, <laughs> like fuck it <laughs> uh, so yeah and of course the advantage is uh, great for fighting games and things of that nature so oh, yeah. and, and i think that, that wraps up uh, and we've almost got like a full episode's time out of this but you know hey i think it'll be all right so hey man there's there's always a surprising amount of uh amazing things to find in these magazines they may be big they may be small but they're always well, just like certain parts of us, they're always uh, filled <laughs> with a bit more than you'd expect. <laughs> or they're just disappointing, <laughs> in my case. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, so, uh, Mike, uh, that, that wraps up this issue uh, pretty much, right? Would you would say? Yep. All right, so, Mike, where can, uh, where can everybody find you when you're not uh, uh, hosting uh, lovely uh, Nintendo Power-related podcasts? You can find me hosting a technological-based podcast. What? On the uh, yep, on the Geek Fallout Productions network, you can find it on Facebook, iTunes, now on Google Play Music Store, and uh, Stitcher. You can find Geek Fallout Productions, and it's a series of shows. And I'm on the on the Techno Babble. Yeah, and and one. Uh, and the Game of Screen. Thrones one they have too, correct? Uh, well, not anymore. Oh, you got booted. No, I had to. I had to bow out because I just couldn't get to watch the episodes in time because oh. I'm uh, focusing on the uh, video, focusing on the videos for a. Uh, well, we'll mention. We'll get to that in a minute. Are they gonna? Are they gonna bring you back, a la Jon Snow? <laughs> uh, no, nah, I just like I've only got enough time to do two podcasts with the same level of enthusiasm and yep. quality. So uh, I don't want to dilute myself and be like, oh fuck, now I got to do this. Like, I I can't let podcasting turn into something. Uh, yeah. Like, like I can't I can't become Howard Phillips. Like I can't <laughs> I can't just live so, this thing. It has to be something I enjoy doing, not something I eventually end up dread doing. I will vouch for Techno Battle. It's interesting if you're interest, if you're interested in you know sort of stuff that's coming out technologically. Uh, it's interesting discussion. You you and your uh, your other co-host there, you both. Uh, do a good job so and we're pretty funny on it yeah i mean i think you're funnier on this one but you know hey well that's well maybe i have a better host but (laughs) yeah i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure rich reader's gonna love that when he listens to this episode and if he does and if he doesn't then i stand by it (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh and you're you actually were alluding to a project you've been working on what's uh can you enlighten us this is related to our podcast of course absolutely i have uh decided that you know if we're putting out more episodes trying to make things more accessible to the fans by putting out smaller episodes Mm -hmm. what else would make things more accessible to them and how about not having to find the website with the magazines on it download it get a comic book viewer installed and then having to do all this research especially if we're trying to appeal to many people Mm -hmm. not just the intense gamer audience but just someone who likes to hear uh comedy and maybe see some funny videos on youtube well, I've decided to just take our old podcasts and let 
let the reading of the magazine happen in the video so that you don't have to install or download any of those programs. You can just simply listen to the show, and when we talk about something, you see it on the screen, and it's less work for the fans to just enjoy us. So when we talk about something and we're laughing at a picture, you're not left in the dark anymore. You're like, <laughs> oh, shit, uh. that's what Master Higgins looks like. That's fantastic. <laughs> So yeah, uh, from talking to people, I, I do think a fair amount of our of our listeners do just kind of listen along. So you know, if you're interested in, in that, that it's going to be lagging along at first, but we're going to try to catch up as fast as we can. Um, I'm going to learn the 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 uh, technique as well. So hopefully, we can spit out a few more of these and get and get caught up. So um, yep, I've got uh, I managed to get a few fans on the show simply because they didn't have time to listen to podcasts. So I just said, here's the link to the YouTube, and they were looking at it, and they were uh, 20 minutes later, they're just like, I'm going to watch the rest of this, man. This is funny. So so it is firing for effect. Okay. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, that'll definitely, those will definitely be coming out uh, rapid fire, hopefully, in the near future. Uh, other ways to find us, uh, we're, of course, yeah, so on... You can, oh, I forgot you can find it on, on our YouTube channel, Playing With Power. But uh, we're going to try to optimize the search engine optimization the seo because i tried finding it but we're gonna leave a link to it on our uh, facebook page as well as a link to the channel we're gonna try leaving that in our uh, main facebook page so that you can uh, find that until it becomes more prevalent yeah yep and we're also on twitter at uh, get the power 88 and of course uh, you can also find us on the the streaming services uh, google play uh, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, iTunes, obviously. Feel free to leave us a review at any time. We definitely appreciate it. Um, any other ways that I'm... There's that Omegle or whatever the hell the BlackBerry thing is. I forget. What is that? Nobex Radio. Nobex. There we go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, but if you, as long as you're downloading it, I'm sure it's helping us one way or the other. So I just hope everyone's enjoying the show. Obviously, uh, we put a lot of effort into uh, getting these out to you. So, um it's nice to see that people are responding back and enjoying it. So that always makes I, 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 I spent hours on my Tyson impression just for you. <laughs> well, I appreciated it. <clears throat> so, uh, do you want to take yep, us on out of here? Yep. I'm Mike and I'm John and you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power.